0: Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Dapps.
1: I'm Katie. Human babies have the same water percentage as a banana.
2: What? <laughs> but are they at the same potassium level?
1: No. No, they need more bananas. <laughs> That's why you feed them bananas. You babies feed, only eat
2: bananas. You feed a newborn That's baby bananas. all they eat <laughs>
1: bananas. It's a boy! Get the bananas!
2: <laughs> Quick! Run!
0: <laughs> Who are you? <laughs>
1: Confused at the moment, but also Cameron. A banana. Okay, good job. Use the hashtag Geeks Corner to talk to us about various other things, mm-hmm. some of which are Disney-related. Probably not bananas anymore. Very true. Just
2: so bananas. What we are going to talk about
0: instead is Maleficent, what? Mistress of Evil, yes. has her first trailer out that Yay, uh, came out... was it? Mon- when? Uh, it, it, was it, was, it was yesterday. So it was yesterday. Which was So Monday. much longer. It's
2: been a long um,
0: week. <laughs> it's Tuesday. And, yep. uh, well... What are your first uh, thoughts? Without getting too much into the actual trailer, but what were your gut reaction thoughts on this?
2: Why? <laughs> okay. I'm not getting invited to that opener. That.
0: Um,
2: I'm being honest. It's true. It's and it it's not a negative thing. It's... I just don't necessarily understand it. I
0: I, I don't understand where we're at.
2: That's... So you
0: were why? I was where? What were you, Cameron?
2: What W-Question were um, you? Um,
0: I... So.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm confused. Here's, I, here's the thing. This, <laughs> it's, it's not me playing devil's advocate. It's more Iger advocate. Mistress um, advocate? It's... Obviously, this movie is set to make enough money to make it worthwhile to Disney.
0: I think it's going to make a ton of
1: money. Yeah. What,
2: they got into what I want to know
1: is... What is the audience? Like, I want to know... So What? Because we're we're not in, like that's and that's fine. Yeah, not all movies are made Angelina for everyone. Angelina
0: Jolie that's, fans. Well, yeah, and probably. I'm an
1: Angelina Jolie fan, but that's are not. Are you still? I am. Are I you sure? I just don't want to watch this movie. I'm questioning
0: your fandom right
1: now. I, she was great he's, in Beowulf, and I enjoyed Beowulf. He's and I will scared stand of the
2: prosthetic that. cheek. That's
0: one movie. These are they prosthetic or is that just her? Like it's digital. Uh, it's do not. i making things up. It's not real. Um. So so but, let's go into the actual trailer now.
2: Yes. I like that we it opens with the three good fairies. I do enjoy that.
0: That was fun. It was cute. Yes.
2: Um, I liked.
0: It was trying to connect to the original story, which I thought was interesting. Definitely. But that's also where I started getting confused.
2: Agreed. Also because I haven't seen the first one, and I but I know the first one was when she was a baby, right? So it Part, wasn't partly.
1: They did that like first was, five minutes quick yeah. progression.
2: Yeah. So I didn't quite understand. But then I was like, so is this? supposed to be after the first like or after Sleeping Beauty, like or,
0: or is it a time vortex where it's doing the same time period? Oh my gosh, so different... they're stuck
2: in the soul stone. Yeah,
1: this is when Loki um, took the Tesseract. <laughs> and...
2: Yeah, this is a hundred percent. They
0: did say Loki was gonna be jumping around different time periods and influencing them with his mischievous ways. Never
1: knowing that if the next leap is the one that will take him.
2: It's actually home. called Maleficent that is a Mischievous leap reference of evil. <laughs> it was
0: totally... I got it, which was why I was wow quantum that that. Very good job. Well done, Thank sir. Thank you so much. Um,
2: I'd like to thank, you're just, thank you for your support
0: on this. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I don't know what to think of this movie.
2: I don't know Like, either. There's nothing
0: overtly bad about it. In fact, it looked pretty interesting. Um, she apparently has some new secret uh, superpowers that she can shoot people it. with green smoke. And um, yeah. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: She like threw those well, she, two guys across she could the room use, with she green smoke. She could
1: do smoke. things like that. She could do... I don't... There's the stories don't exist without conflict. Uh I don't. The conflict is going to be so contrived.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to see, and this is because Mike says, seems like the trailer is taking place that encounters between Aurora, Prince Philip, his parents, Maleficent, and in parentheses he says, so she's becoming evil question mark. I actually think this is the third Star Wars, Star Wars Episode Three. We're seeing the descent, and and we'll really know if we've hit it if at the end of the movie. Aurora is on a hill. Uh-huh. You know,
1: if you're, um, if she's standing on the hill and you're below it, and you look up, um, uh, that's do. Ar- Aurora bored all of us.
2: Aurora, you're breaking my heart. You're going down a path I can't follow. No,
0: she has the higher ground.
2: <laughs> <than> Maleficent. <laughs> I just, I have um, any chance I have, I have to Natalie Portman? I version. have
0: no clue what to think of this film.
1: This movie is not being made for us. Yeah,
2: that's
1: and fine. And that's okay. Yeah. But it
0: actually makes me kind of want to see it just out of sheer curiosity. At this point. Like, I'm not turned away from it. I just don't get it. The
2: Disneyland fireworks Cameron are Cameron does responding. not want to
0: see it.
1: No... I want to see it in the same way you can't look away from a train wreck, but oh, that's no. not... Hey,
0: some of the best movies have been discovered <laughs> that way. But that's
1: exactly my point. Silver Streak. Is, is I rest my case. The movies I never wanted to see... Nobody's and seen I've, that I've movie. I brought this up several see times. It? The movies ne- that you never wanted to see are because the advertisements never did them justice. Um, I always bring this up. Fight Club was advertised as an action film. Yep. It is not an action film. No, it is not. So there's still... And Disney has done it before where they advertise a film poorly and then it becomes something very
0: interesting. Um, well, and they bumped it up a year for some reason, so it has to be... <laughs>
2: for some
1: reason. But the best comparative I have within the Disney canon is I was not excited at all for, for Monsters University, um, which was a prequel so. to a film I enjoyed but did not <laughs> want to see any more It's of. hilarious. Monsters University is one of
0: my favorite
2: Disney films. I love films. Monsters, you.
1: But, yes, yeah, some so here's to open.
0: Okay. Um, speaking of Monsters University, ah! there was an announcement. What was that today?
2: No, yesterday. Yesterday. It's been, uh, again,
0: a long week. It was already. Um, Anyway, during an interview, basically it came out that Pixar currently has no sequels in the works. Yes. Which is fantastic because I think Pixar is at its best when it's being um, completely creative and out Mm -hmm. of the box. Or not acknowledging that there is even a box to be in. Yes. And, um, like, I think some of the best Pixar films have been the ones where... Kind of like what we were just talking about. You watch all of these trailers, and you're like, "I have no clue what this movie's about." Mm-hmm. And then you walk in, and you see a guy flying a house with balloons to South America, and you're like, "Huh? Who would have guessed?" And like, that's a, I think a prime example. Nobody knew what we we're getting into. Oh no! The emotional depth that was going to be a part of this film, um, up obviously, is what I'm talking about. And um, wait, we, we got up. Thank you. Just, just <laughs> in I case, I thought it was brave. You always have to chase
1: the wind and touch the sky mm-hmm. like the old men in the balloons
2: <laughs>
0: yeah um but uh what do you think about no sequels i and do you think they're gonna stick with it no
2: i think they're gonna do how more long do you think it's
0: gonna last until they get two original products
1: that are gonna make them money to do sequels on
2: that's <laughs> true sure.
0: i i think you probably are pretty close on
1: that i the reason that they were big and strong in making the no sequels announcement is because this the sequels they already have lined up are going to do just fine and they're about out of things they can profitably make sequels on anyway
0: so isn't the only sequel left Toy story
1: uh frozen frozen's not them but yeah um yeah but point being that the of the films they've made the their most successful have been the standalones and like the recent ones like uh Coco is a Pixar, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. We
0: could have a Ratatouille sequel. See, we don't need one.
1: I I disagree, and we don't need. I need. I think the people who were behind that one, behind Coco, they they understand the value of those being contained stories. Yep, I agree. Um, and they had the benefit of being just not profitable enough to turn their hand.
0: I agree also. Um,
1: so there is a benefit to that. Uh, Ratatouille is the best Pixar film. Um, it's a and
0: beautiful film. It,
1: it's gorgeous, and it has had things that have outlasted it in the form of restaurants and is. It's brilliant. Yeah. But, I honestly but wouldn't
0: mind a t- television short film. So something, though. but not, not like a movie. Kind of the, the following of them building their new restaurant but being, it is. But I agree. its
1: him. legacy has stayed so intact because it's just been under the radar enough. And that's where Pixar has always thrived. I mean, at the point of almost dying is always when they do their best stuff, um, which is a tough place to be, but it's also a great creative place to be. Um, yeah, I think forcing themselves to original content is a benefit for the public at large.
2: I think pursuing original content is great. I also think pursuing new storytellers is a really good thing. Um, Finding people who have done really good shorts, finding people who have done, like, like, Domi Shi, who was an intern, and then did Bao. Um, The fact that she's going to be directing um, a film at Pixar, I think, is super interesting. And I think the more- I can't wait to see what it is. The more they find new creatives to tell different stories, Um, not that Pixar in any way, shape, or form was getting stale, or that we were seeing the same type of stories, but it's always nice to see stories from a different perspective that we might not have before. Mm-hmm. So, like with Sanjay Super Team, um, which was something totally not seen before at Pixar. Um, I think that I'm really excited for that aspect of telling all new stories.
0: I think innovation keeps things fresh yeah. and uh, you don't get innovation by keeping everything the same. Agreed. And, uh, and I, I honestly, as much as monsters or cars or whatever those franchise Mm. toy story Um, i do like the idea of moving off from them and leaving them where they're at and um i'm I'm sure the next toy story is going to be fantastic yeah but at the same time i kind of already felt like i said goodbye to that Mm -hmm. franchise with the end of toy story 3 yeah i'm gonna go watch it probably like it a lot but do i need it no
1: I just hope I don't come out wishing they had fallen into the incinerator.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> you get to
1: write that review. Um,
2: Congratulations, you made the front row fit.
1: It's going to be good. It's going to be good, but it yeah, there could be better.
0: Yeah, that'd be... Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: No, but I did I do think we all felt like the story was wrapped up nicely in Toy Story three and yeah. there's there's the risk of when you reopen so long pal beautifully wrapped. you don't want to do that again um let's move over to Disneyland next where they introduced the Disney Flex passport this week was this a, yeah, this was this week too uh yeah, that was Thursday-hmm um do you want to explain this really quick for how it works? Katie room okay, so first off, what's the price?
2: A $600, I don't know off the top of my head. I know it's, correct. Finally, I know it's I... in that ballpark. Um, and
0: actually, I wrote it, but whatever.
2: I, was, I didn't write it. I
0: know. I said you did. And I was like, oh, wait. I oh, wrote it. So. No. But keep going. You're doing great. But
2: anyway, thank you. I've said two words. Um you got the
0: first part, right?
2: Basically, there are still blockout dates. But for the most part, Monday through Thursday is open. Um, And then there are days that are open to make reservations. You can make two reservations on the um, flex days per month. Um, Within a 30-day Period. Or within a 30-day period, not per month. I should not say, but yes. So, basically, if you are able to plan ahead for your trips that are outside that Monday to Thursday range, um, this is the passport for you. There are still some walkout dates for summer and Christmas and the works, but that's
0: why you get your flex days.
2: That's why you get your flex days
0: um, or your reservation days. Yes. Um, so they have the good to go days, which are basically the same as a SoCal pass, mm-hmm. and then you get two extra. If you can get reservations on it, which to me is where the big question mark will lie on the success of this pass is if you can actually get reservations for those days. Yes. Or is it one of those things? It's kind of like um, Fast Pass Plus or uh, is that right? Fast
2: Pass Plus?
0: Yeah. Fast Pass Plus where you're staying up till midnight and you're trying to get things right.
2: And then someone's Fast doesn't work. Still not going to
0: Pandora. Um, Um, Yeah
2: but i think that's part of why it's called a flex pass is you can't be like i it's these two days are bust yeah like you have to be able to be flexible in which two days that you want in your 30-day reservation period um but yeah i i think it's very interesting i'm very interested to see who gets it who it's going to work out for because mm-hmm. i know, I know a
0: few people that were looking at it so i'll be curious to see if they buy it i believe it goes for sale on the 21st of may mm-hmm. so that'd be next tuesday and um if you're one of those, let us know and tweet at us next Tuesday and let us know what you think of it. And if you've already reserved something, we'd love to hear about it too. Um, what do you think Cameron of this?
1: I, you brought up what audience this is for and that I, it would have been useful for me when I was living in Northern California and occasionally did weekend trips down. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could know that it, uh few weeks in advance i could reserve a couple days and say hey i'm going down for this mm-hmm. um i i have difficulty seeing someone who is extremely local taking advantage of this yeah. to their detriment and i can't see people across the country taking advantage of this um there's i feel like a weird like well, it
0: depends on the time of year you visit but yeah,
1: yeah I, I think there's like a 30 mile minimum 120 mile maximum window <laughs> around this area in which this is kind of the sweet spot for this pass. Um, and for those looking just to save money because it's 600 bucks, mm-hmm. it's 400 bucks <clears throat> less than the pass and there is pretty much guaranteed. If a you're a SoCal
0: resident you can't do monthly payments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could probably get some people that live closer as well. I, I think it'd be very hard for the people that live not anywhere nearby. Um, mm-hmm. Just because if you're relying on a reservation you can make within 30 days that's hard to plan travel around if you're buying flights or whatever and if you only get two and then let's say half your trip you're not available they're not good to go dates Mm -hmm. i think that could make it pretty challenging yeah if you're okay going I, i mean the other part to remember with this too is what we've discovered in recent years is the days that all of these passes are open are now the busiest days of the year, mm-hmm. whereas in the past those were the non-busy days. So it'll be interesting to one, um, see how much those reservation flex days impact the current not so busy days. So like July, the last couple of years has not been nearly as bad as previous years because everybody's been blocked out. Mm-hmm. Is that going to change that? Um, it'll be interesting to see that.
1: And, and what Disney uses as <clears throat> the artificial scare, uh, scarcity. On mm-hmm. it. I mean, there are some days they're probably going to be planning for it to be busier, and they may only open up, and I don't think Disney is this corrupt, but, you know, 20 spots are the only or not, spots. Yeah.
0: Or not. I mean, yeah. no, I can't imagine yeah. them opening up 4th of July. I can't imagine them opening up Christmas week or the week before that. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there's some dates that always going to be full and they're just not going to touch but agreed. Um, yeah if you get one we'd love to hear from you and what your experience is and uh, tweet at us hashtag geeks corner or leave a comment somewhere and uh, we'd somewhere. love to, to follow up with that and see
2: I'm just shouting in the void we'll hear it <laughs> yeah. we're always
0: staring back at it so. just walk down main street hollering somebody, somebody will listen yeah um, and then they'll tell us it's like that
1: dog barking chain mm-hmm. from 101 Dalmatians, <laughs> except it's cast members. I, I like
0: that. Also barking. That's also a great, barking. No, no I words love that only barking. Um, next thing we're going to talk about is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge what, three weeks away? Uh, yes. For some of us. Three weeks away, and we needed your pass. Um, I was
1: in the middle of the ocean, friends. huh. It's a friend of mine.
0: And, um... And, and so the thing that came out... Well, there's two things that really came out in the last week since Geek's Corners. One is how you're going to make your uh, lightsabers. Um, and that sounds like it'll be intriguing and a lot of fun. Uh, the other thing that came out was we got a list of the menu items that will be available at uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, it looks like it generally will be on both coasts. This will be kind of the baseline, but they did make... Um, a comment that it could have changed or it could change by region a little bit.
1: So uh, Yeah, the biggest thing is that there are three Jedi that you're only able to catch on the West Coast, and if you have the other version of the park on the East Coast, there are three other Jedi which are only available over there. So you're going to have to use your Game Boy Connector cable to be able to trade those Jedi uh, across two different versions of it. Mm-hmm. It's so, a deep cut Pokemon reference, guys. If you're not speaking
0: about the food of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Neat. Um, we've got Docking Bay 7 food <laughs> and cargo. We've got... Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing. Oga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got the Black Spire Outpost Market where you can get your Ronto Roaster stuff and the milk stand, um, which I'm sure will be very popular. And then Katsaka's Kettle... Kettle menu also we've got that was posted this week. Um, what is the place that you want to go to eat? Eat being the operative word first when you visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What,
2: Docking Bay the one? 7 thing.
0: There's Docking Bay 7. Docking Bay 7. Um, which one's
1: the one that cooks on a pod race engine? Ronto
0: that's Ronto Roto Roasters Roto. That's and that is one. what I thought yeah, you would say. That's the one I want. And I actually am between that and Docking Bay 7 also. Um, so what you said, they have the Ronto Wrap which is roasted pork and grilled sausage with peppercorn sauce and a tangy slaw wrapped in pita. I like all those words. Or you can get the Nuna Turkey Jerky, um, which you can get either sweet or spicy.
2: Ooh, spicy.
0: And there's some drinks there too. Um, at Katie's restaurant.
2: At my restaurant. There oh is boy. To um, so there's a
0: ton to choose from. So there's smoked, team? I don't even know how to say it, smoked Katu ribs. Yeah. Uh, ah. Which looks great. They're basically love that. sticky pork ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, yub shrimp noodle salad. Mm-hmm. That looks good. I love those mm-hmm. words. Um, the Faluchian garden spread, which is only at lunch, which is uh, looks like a, uh, a hummus salad kind of thing. Ooh. It also
1: sounds like something pilots do in formation.
0: Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, braised shack roast is dinner only. That's a beef pot roast. It mm-hmm. looks delicious with pasta kale and mm. mushrooms Ooh. and the authorian garden loaf uh which looks like a vegetarian meatloaf i, I don't know if that. that is vegan or not i'm assuming not looking at this i'm
1: more interested in trying that kind of stuff after i've had a couple of really good impossible burgers in the recent past yeah we love I, Impossible Burgers. the only thing i would eat that was straight vegetarian was like the morning star sausages for a long time and then i've had some good examples so i'm coming around to plant-based things more and more.
0: I, I completely agree with you. Um, they've been doing a really fantastic job. Agreed. Um, there's also some incredible drinks that we could go on for basically every place in this area has drinks that look unique and they kind of remind me of Lamplight in some respects. That. So I'm hoping they're a little bit more different that we're not thinking or comparing this to Lamplight as we go through. Um, but the one thing we won't be comparing to Lamplight is the um, is the blue and green milk, um, which come in shake form. I don't
2: know they have that lamp light. It's I ordered um, one the day.
0: So they're they're plant-based. They're frozen. They're not a um, very... blend of they're frozen. coconut and rice milk.
2: Why are they frozen?
0: Um, my hunch is it has to do with texture of the, the coconut and rice milks. I don't know for sure, though. I want that like viscous...
2: I'm going like... to be that person in... In the galaxy, that is like, um, in Star Wars: A New Hope, um, when Luke Skywalker has a blue milk, it is not frozen. And when he also drank green milk in The Last Jedi, it would did not come out of there frozen.
1: So here's here's my question on this. Specifically, they mentioned that the reason it's plant based is because the creatures that come from eat plant based things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all so never cows. seen cows like what they eat. Yes. That's... They
2: don't make sense, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a key. I also want to know, like, why it's eating coconut and rice. Like, why is its diet just coconut and rice? Mm-hmm. And not porgs. And not porgs. Eat the porks. Eat the porgs. Eat the porgs. Don't look at him. <laughs> Don't look at him.
0: Everybody else is.
2: Don't look at. Uh,
0: him. I think what what Maddie is referring to is that I hear Kitty Bear Thirteen is hoping for pork gonna stick. Jeff just guessed that about I, a minute ago.
2: I don't want to eat the porgs. But,
1: like, if they got, like, some game hens and, like, fried them, they could make they could that. Make would that be so it
0: would be but so fun. But I want good. someone else I would get that. To eat the porgs. It would be I so just
2: would, want the we porgs would eat to
0: the eat the And pork. then just
1: but in the background, the coroner once wants right here. Like, just, like, just a little bit.
0: <laughs> I love this idea. <laughs> that, that would be great. Like that. Um, while we are talking about Star Wars... We did get a chance to read the first comic book for Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge. Um, it's it's very enjoyable. It is. I don't think it's that deep, but no. it's uh, definitely worth checking out. But it's fun. And uh, can't believe Captain Marvel's in Star Wars. I know, right? Shocking, right? You right know. Um, but uh, it's fun, and like I, I kind of want to read the last four now because. Oh yeah. I feel like it just started getting interesting, and I was like, oh, we're done with this one. Now I have to get the next one. So it did its job. That's how
2: comic books work.
0: It's true. Well, I just felt like it was shorter than I... Re- I haven't read comic this books is, in a while. This
2: but... is a very short comic book, but okay. um, the, the the Millennium Falcon was in it, so...
0: <laughs> um, The other thing we will be reading soon, and Bailey, you were right, on the pre-show, is we do have the D23 magazine here with this gorgeous picture of the Millennium Falcon in so Star beautiful. Wars Galaxy's Edge, which I intend to pilot very soon. Can and, you stop?
2: Um, He's really speaking it into existence, guys.
0: Dips. I um, can't On tell this side, hard. Millennium Falcon. On this side,
2: Simba. I like the other side better. Simba's very cute. I was actually
0: cute. really curious how they were going to pull this off because when I read the press release that they were going to have both covers, I was like, huh, okay. Well, I wonder which one I'm going to get. I hope I get the Star Wars one. And I did. Um, but we got both, and, and that's fine. And we haven't opened this yet because it literally just showed up today, so we'll take a look at it. <gasps> Um, but, She's uh, lovely. it will be fun as we look ahead to the D23 Expo in August, a weekend of no sleep and lots of adventures <laughs> and, uh, of no lots sleep. of articles. We will be covering as much yeah, of it as we possibly can great. and it will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, moving on to more entertainment news today, it was announced that Dulu, Dulu, Dulu? Disney <laughs> took full control of Hulu. I
2: heard they're calling it Dulu um, now.
0: Operational control. On the and, screen um, screen <laughs> Maybe they should call it Dulu.
2: <laughs> no, Hulu is already a weird enough word. We already had this discussion.
0: So, what's yeah, the yeah, difference? Yeah. Then you're branding Hulu with the D and it's Disney Hulu and it's. Then Dulu. it's
2: just. Hulu it's
1: apostrophe some, D. Hulu.
2: Hulu. It sounds like. Um,
0: what if you just add a D apostrophe Hulu?
2: Dulu sounds like a planet on Star Wars. <laughs> that
0: was
1: my it's favorite a, character in Black Panther. Duhulu? It's
0: almost a Klingon name. Dulu. I don't know. Duhulu. Um. Yeah.
2: We're going everywhere with this, guys. The
0: House of Hulu. Um, Is this, this one's Game of very Thrones? Nice. I just got... Oh, oh thank yeah, you. I just got it's really mango. Weird. Anyway. Is it? Yeah. That's um, And coconut. Comcast will sell its stake in, in the next five <laughs> years to Disney, um, and Disney will fully own Hulu. I don't know what Katie's laughing about, but... Uh, <laughs> so it's
1: called a callback. Oh, it got blue. <laughs> <coughs> I made a callback to Blue Milk about
0: coconut. It's reference to her hair good job that's a point for me
2: oh wow that was so, now so that funny so now that Disney
0: is fully controlling Hulu um what do you think this will do for we their future streaming horizontal vertical.
2: um I think that they're definitely gonna take advantage of putting the more adult content on Hulu which is already which was already their plan anyway mm-hmm. um but I think that we're going to see it happen more
1: it's gonna be the 21st century touchstone is my, in my mind you're right.
2: Well, and they have some of the more adult MCU, or not MCU, but um, they're pursuing some more Marvel things that they don't feel comfortable putting on Disney Plus, so it's all going to yeah. Hulu. Like
0: Deadpool will end up over there.
2: Probably yeah. Deadpool will end yeah, up over there. Yeah, I think
0: you're totally right. Um, it will be interesting to see as it moves forward and all of these other streaming services kind of pull their TV shows and movies into their hmm. own realm. Um, It'll be interesting to see what ends up on Hulu, what ends up on Amazon Prime, which I think has a lot to lose, what ends up Mm -hmm. on Netflix, which also has a lot to lose, Um, and then what's on Disney Plus, what's on Apple, what's on...
2: Well, the NBC Universal is going to have a...
0: Yeah, and they basically hinted strongly today that they'll have The Office on there and it'll be for free, which will be a hit, I feel like, to Netflix, because that's the number one watch thing, I guess, on Netflix. They're going to have
1: to really (laughs) learn to compartment Like... The thing i was noticing with amazon prime is that they've really gotten good at scratching particular itches Mm -hmm. um
0: and they they know that and i think they're really moving towards that and i think that's just what the other streaming services gotta learn the hard part though is there's only so many consumers and to make it profitable they're gonna have to keep i mean there's really the risk of the pendulum effect of swinging back to cable tv because people are gonna like well i don't want Seven five, streaming seven streaming services, and sure, I'll watch a little of ads to go back to cable and have them all for a cheaper price than what I'm paying for, for a streaming service, especially if they go up. If they stay down, like what Disney Plus is talking about, maybe that won't happen.
1: And that's where Hulu but, is staged to be very successful, yeah. because they already have integration of other cable platforms. Yep. If they offer a Disney Plus addition to Hulu, I mean, that's the end of the game, in my mind. Like, yeah. that, that's a nail in the coffin for Netflix.
0: Yeah, well, and... It's weird to be thinking of Apple just getting into the game and they're going to have some solid programming, but they may not be able to get the momentum and the critical mass going if Disney really nails this right off the bat. Um, what do you think it's going to change for programming wise, if anything, for Hulu?
2: I think the only thing we're going to see is NBC Universal. Um, they back. have the option to start. Um, Pulling back as soon as next year Mm -hmm. or in two years, I think they're going to the second they can not be directing program to Hulu or programming to Hulu anymore. Yep, Um, and I think that that's just nature because they also want to save some of that for their streaming service. But they also, um, I think that the second they have an out, they're going to take it.
0: Cameron, seconded. Yeah, I think you're right too. Um, It will be interesting to see though as you get CBS. I guess ABC would be with Hulu and Disney Plus, NBC, all of these other streaming services if they oversaturate with too many and if some of them fall by the wayside or if they get pulled into something else. It's a, a competing streaming service that pulls them, you know, a new Hulu kind of a thing um, because Can that really... Something?
1: Well, that I mean, that's already happened. I mean, think about how many dozens of streaming services. Have been. CISO. CISO is a great example of this. This was the streaming service for... Was it an early NBC one? Um, CISO had a lot of really good original programming, but because they were a little late to the game, they're already gone.
0: Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I mean, because CBS All Access is doing fairly decently. However, if there gets to be too many, are they going to have to start partnering up with net with netflix or with um well they're
1: already partnering
0: internationally i mean
1: yeah because yeah, you look at like they're streaming on amazon prime for the new jean Luc picard series i know, and, i saw that and everything except domestically still cbs yeah. all access so they're still gatekeeping a little bit on yeah that,
0: but... it'll be interesting to see how it plays out <laughs> all
1: right we're running out of time you should go to thegeekscorner.com if you're not there already watching us now we have a lot more videos there a lot more like a lot more
2: you should adapt subject.com. check out all the Disney and Geek news as it happens, subscribe to our mailing list, and find our Patreon. And while you're at it,
0: subscribe to this YouTube channel, because we are posting videos as often as we possibly can. Uh, we're <laughs> going to have some more coming up in the next month that will be absolutely fantastic. In fact, we're going to have a new one this coming week that you're probably going to love, and I'm just going to tease. Uh, Murray and I are going to Knott's Berry Farm on Thursday night for the opening of the new Calico Rapids attraction. And they will be doing a POV uh, ride-through video of Murray and I going on this attraction, which I assume will be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, You remember, you could see on our YouTube channel, Katie and Murray going on hangtime. Very fun. Um, Now, just imagine instead of giant drops, you have giant deluges of water. Uh, So we will see what happens with that. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.